Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. What is up, podcast world? Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where we talk about hustle, grind, success, failure, all of those things in my journey and some others along the way. episode 70. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and subscribe. Send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of and please be sure to share the podcast. I can't begin to tell you how much this stuff means to me. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Simply CBD, one of the top CBD companies in the U.S. providing organic vegan, and third-party tested CBD tinctures, head to their website at simplycbdnow.com and use promo code MOTIVATED for 10% off of your order. And follow them on Instagram at simplycbdnow. Risk. The four-letter word many analyze on a daily basis, from switching lanes on the highway to, to a new job, switching careers, taking on a a larger role within your job, or starting a business. We've all taken some form of risk at some point in our lives. And harnessing that risk-taking is what sets us up for growth, for learning, for success. Taking that risk isn't what I think most people make it out to be. Or in general, what the world has made it out to be, I should say, we tend to put a a massive weight on our shoulders about decisions in general, about where we work, how we dress, what we've accomplished. What if I'm wrong? What What if I fail? What if things don't go the way I had envisioned or planned? What if other people notice I failed? All thoughts that cross a majority of people's minds on a a multitude of occasions throughout the days, the weeks, the years. And the one major word that I find twined in, in most conversations is risk, or what it boils down to is the word risk. I think a, a starting point here is 
taking a look at at how people analyze risk. What does it mean? What does risk mean? To me, risk means exposure to the unknown, not the the literal definition of exposure to, to danger. And here's why. Danger is is defined as suffering or harm. If you're taking a risk, you are assessing the potential outcomes or what you can afford to put out, what your cards are going to be, what cards can you give away. Of course, you're you're uncertain of the outcome, right? That's why it's considered a risk. But if you know there's worth in taking that jump, that leap, and you then you most likely understand there's worth in taking that leap because you've done it before. Whether it be small scale or large scale, you've done it before. There's something that cert- that just like clicks in your head that says, this is right. And as humans, we've gotten away from reading our bodies, our gut instinct. It's like, it's like riding a bike or walking, right? Yes, at some point you learn those things, but you never question yourself while you're riding the bike or when you're walking. You've learned that that thing and know they're both common, so you don't question it. You choose to believe facts without reflecting on your own thoughts, without really taking a deep look into you, actually sitting down and listening to yourself and what you want. Life gets busy. Shit happens. I cannot preach this more. But as life gets busier, as life gets crazier, when you start juggling more things, doing more things, building a bigger family, building a a, a business, whatever it is, means that you need to take the opportunity to listen to yourself. I could drop a whole episode right there on listening to yourself. Sit somewhere silent. Clear your head and truly reflect on, on what it is you want in that moment. What you want tomorrow, what you want next week, what you want next month, what you want next year, the next five years. Chances are when you take those moments to reflect, you're going to learn a lot about yourself. You're going to learn a lot about your needs, your wants. By the way, two very different things. It will most likely force you to think greater about risk and what that truly means. This example, I feel, is a it's a perfect parallel to risk and many other things in our lives. You've done them before. Maybe not the exact thing, but you've proven to yourself that you are capable. We tend to, to look at this confirmation from society, confirmation from our friends or our family or our colleagues or or what we're doing is is the right thing. Are we going about it in the right manner? That that we're supposed to do this particular thing. Most careers are built from this fabric. Let's a, a great example, take quarterly reviews. While they hold a purpose as far as accountability, looking at growth, looking at, you know, your goals, the next quarter objectives, they also act as this confirmation that what that particular employee is doing is right. They 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 receive a sense of of direction, a sense of of being, of purpose, of recognition. We've built a system that relies so heavily on that recognition, and it's no wonder many have a hard time justifying risk. 
justifying moving a different direction than the crowd, than what other people are doing, than what other people are doing their age. I I can't count how many times I've received a DM that runs along the lines of, I'm going to school next year for X, but I don't know if it's right. Or I work for my dad or uncle, but I'm extremely miserable. Or I work for a startup for for five years and was super successful doing that. And now I have a similar opportunity, but I don't know if I can do it. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love all of you that reach out to me. Literally makes my days, lights them up, brings so much happiness to know that I can add value in some ways to each of you. But my point is this. You know what you need. Let me repeat that. You know what you need. I think most people that are looking for for confirmation are looking for that high, that support, that justification, which is fine, but... Where it, where it starts to be a little rocky is where it starts to hold you back, which again brings me back to risk. Is it actually risk if you've done it before, just in a different format? Is it risk if you know there's reward? Is it risk if you know there's opportunity for growth, for learning? Is it risk if you understand that not taking the risk is greater? Truly, You know, true vulnerability is actually not taking the jump. We need to start thinking about our needs. And I said our needs, not our friends, not our colleagues, not our coworkers, not whatever, our needs. Start thinking about risk differently. Stop looking for for friends or family or colleagues for justification to make those moves in your life. Because I guarantee at the core of asking those questions, at the very core subconsciously of asking those questions is really a way to delay, a way not to take the action on your dreams, on your goals. It's the same thing that happens, I think, with a majority of people that read nothing but business books, nothing about, you know, listening to to podcasts like this. All of that stuff is well and good. It's amazing. But where it starts to interrupt your life and actually taking the opportunity is, is when it becomes a problem. When you do not take the action, you can read all day about how to lose weight, right? Eating the right way, exercising the right way, at the you know, doing it in a, in a, in a way that's just healthy all around for your intake, As far as food and your exercise on a daily or weekly basis, that's all well and good. You can read as much as you want, but in reading that book, you don't just drop 20 pounds. In listening to this podcast, you're not all of a sudden going to, you know, be a, a successful, happy, fulfilled person. It's going to come down to you taking action. Actually putting one foot in front of the other and doing that damn thing that you've told all of your friends about that you've told your your family about or that you've read about. Not hanging up your headphones after this, whether it be you're on a, a run or shutting off your car when you pull into the office or you know putting down your headphones while you're sitting at your desk listening to this and, and not doing anything or waiting for that next episode for the motivation, more motivation, or any other episodes or any other podcast for that matter or books. It's going to take you to create the actions to drive towards your dream. It is going to take you and nobody else to drive towards that thing you want in life. And nobody else owes you shit. 
Nobody else owes you anything. But you, you owe yourself everything. Everything. Stop making excuses. Stop holding yourself back with saying, I need more motivation. I need more stuff. I need I need to talk to more people about this. I need to do this. It's the same way I've spoke to to probably a dozen people now that that want to start their own podcast. And I'm like, "Great, what's stopping you?" And they're like, "Well, I need the I need this for equipment and I need this for, you know, a software to record and edit and this and that." And it's like, "No, no, no. You actually don't need those things." You don't need those things, but it is a way for you to provide an excuse for not actually doing those things. If you have good content and the recording isn't the greatest, people will listen to you. If you might not come out with the fanciest cover for a book, but the content in the book is actually solid, there's actually value for people, then people will will read it. It's like products, right? You don't need to have the apple of products, but if you have a product that's phenomenal, delivers on customer service, actually fills a need, provides a solution to a problem, people will come to purchase that product. And it might not be the most beautiful product in the world. It doesn't it doesn't hurt having the most beautiful product in the world, but it still sells. Stop delaying things. Stop holding yourself back. I've said it a million times and I'll say it a billion more. No one knows you better than you, period, end of story. And if that's true, how will someone else know what your needs are? How will someone else know what you need out of life? And if the answer to this for those people, you know, you say, oh, well, you know, my brother knows me best or my sister knows me best or my or my friend, etc. Just plays right into my point. You need to spend time with you, understanding you more than you need to understand you. Now, I want to be clear. This doesn't mean you're you're not going to have mentors in your life. Uh, you know, it doesn't mean that you're not going to bounce ideas off people entirely or, you know, think you know everything and let ego suffocate your growth and learning. When you can start to look at risk and shift your thinking to not taking the risk is actually the greater risk, that's when you will win. Imagine if you sat sat around and played it safe for the next 20, 40, 50 years of your life, how much would you learn? How much would you grow? How much opportunity would you grab out of the system? Last episode, I discussed how to stay motivated. And a big reason behind the lack of motivation is a lack of passion in what you're doing in purpose. This is all an ecosystem. It is all an ecosystem. We put so much pressure on making moves in life. And let me repeat that so that really sinks in. We put so much pressure on making decisions. God forbid it doesn't go as planned. God forbid. Guess what? The reason we're on the top of the food chain as humans is because we can adapt. We can adjust. We can shift. That means when shit doesn't go as we had envisioned, as we had planned, we can change course. Shocker. This this thinking if we, we fail, life ends is, is ludicrous. We are not living a movie and all of a sudden the movie just, just ends. It just stops. No. You figure it out. 
What's the new direction? What's the new plan? What do I need out of this? What did I learn from this? What can I do moving forward so that this doesn't happen and I can change course? That's the adaption. That is you shifting left or right to create success, to find out what is that thing that is going to work. This is the exact mindset I beg you to deploy here in 2020. The reason why so many successful entrepreneurs, business people out there are successful is because they're willing to take the risk. But more importantly, they're willing to take the risk because they understand that not taking the risk is more of a risk. They understand that not trying is a greater loss than trying and it not working out as planned. They understand that the only way to win, the only way to do that thing that they're passionate about is continue to take shots on goals. And if those shots on goals don't work, then they try, you know, going at it from a different angle. I deploy all of you to think about this and reflect on this as you go and you do that new thing, whether it be looking at a potential new career, whether it be taking on the promotion or workload at your job, whether it be segueing into a a new relationship. Everything is built around risk. We have so far removed ourselves, it's unbelievable to think that, well, well, this time it's a little different. Well, how did you meet your wife or your husband or your girl? girlfriend or your boyfriend, you had to, at some point, there was some sort of risk in there. It might not be the exact risk that you have envisioned over the last 15, 40 years of your life, whatever it is, but it is risk in itself. There was a potential for you to get turned down when you met that person. There was potential for them to say no and to walk away and leave you stranded at the bar. That is a a portion of risk. There was risk in you going to that interview at the job you're currently at right now or driving to right now where they could have said, sorry, Um, you know, we found someone that was more qualified. There was a risk in going to buy your first house. There was a risk in buying your first car. There's risk all around us. It's time we spent sometime thinking about what risk actually means to us and the reward and the upside of risk. We put so much pressure on taking that risk. It's okay to trip. You get back up, you dust off with stronger calves. We talk about risk like we never get this opportunity to change direction, like it is all over, the end of the world, oh my God, everything is falling apart. The pure foundation of our thinking is completely off. People fear the jump because that's what's been imprinted in their head, in their thinking. The only way we understand what is to come is to do. Instead of fixating on the consequences of risk that you've never attempted, try to evaluate the entire scenario. We tend to hyper-focus on that downside. We we hyper-focus on the failure. What is going to happen if it goes south? The The what ifs that I've dropped an episode on as well. Your focus should be on taking the right kinds of risk that offer the right kinds of opportunities and the right types of rewards. And there's still a great chance that with those, things might not work out. But looking at the upside is what will give you fuel to continue to take those risks in your life. Because the moment 
The moment that you decide to stop taking risk is the moment that you stop growing. It is the moment that you stop learning. And it is a huge disfavor for you, disservice for you in what you need out of your life. We need to change the foundation of our thinking when it comes to risk. Start focusing on the upside. Start reflecting on how how far you have gotten out of life by taking the risk that you've taken today to gain appreciation and fuel for taking more risk into tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do so. That way you don't miss any new episodes. And for a closer look into my journey and more motivational content, please be sure to like my page on Facebook at The Motivated Mind Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at The Motivated underscore mind. I've got a lot more to share. I love you all. And thanks so much for listening. 